right, listeners, welcome to episode 19 of the Moving the Chains podcast. This is Reek. I'm here with Jake and Dane. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great so far. Must be nice to win. It must feel good to win, actually. Yeah, I mean, we beat the Giants, but that's not really much. So I'm still I'm still five and six. That's how I'm doing. I'm doing five and six. Mood. Just the very much the vibe. Oh, man. <laughs> not a good vibe, vibe, but it is the vibe right now. We're still alive. So like I can't I can't yeah you know, yeah but you guys I, are as a fan I'm gonna hold hope but it's not it's not very bright. But, you but guys the surging five and six though that's the difference they they won a game so they're on the upward one game is surging barely hey what does that matter man we 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 crown Danny Dimes because they beat Tampa Bay Bucks I mean hey Fair this enough. is what the this is what we do we crown people. All right. Well, we're gonna crown the Bears five and six in a surging NFL team. Then let's do it. Yeah, let's do and then, it. Oh, wait. So then we beat the Lions with our third string QB in on Thanksgiving, and are we are we all in on the Bears? I think I'm all in. I would be all in on the Bears. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's run the fucking table. Even though they have the hardest remaining schedule in the league. Fuck it. Fuck you man. know what? I, I, I want to complain. I want to complain real quick because the NFL is just really lazy. We get Bears Lions two years in a row. And do understand this. So I, I did a little research earlier, and this is just, you know, if anybody ever wanna tell anybody why the 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 Lions and the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving every year, just for one, can you guys imagine that the, the Lions have played every year on Thanksgiving since nineteen thirty-four? And it's like they haven't been good remote not remotely every year since nineteen thirty-four. So just imagine being forced into watching that and then the cowboys they just jumped on for pr reasons in the 60s and it turned out great for them but i mean at least watching the cowboys on thanksgiving is tolerable but who cares about the lions and then we get the lions and the bears like that that was just a lazy matchup we got that last year i'm not understanding that one two years in a row i'm I'm almost i don't think they'll ever change it but they need to they really need to last five years we've got lions versus bears well no it's actually it's actually the first First time the Bears were on Thanksgiving in a long time was last year. This is the second year in a row the Bears have been the Lions, but the Bears usually don't play the Lions on Thanksgiving. It's usually the Packers or it's it's not, I don't know. It wasn't a division opponent. It usually was, but it's not anymore. But I know the first time the Bears played Thanksgiving against the Lions was last year in a long time. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I know. I mean, I know the Lions played the Eagles like six years ago, and they beat the dog shit out of us. So I can't really speak much on that. But that was a Chip Kelly. That was a Chip Kelly days when things were about to go fucking crazy. But man, I, Eagles in general. And anyways, man. Um, you you, yeah. you know with um hold on, real quick though it's just I was thinking about this the other day. Every time that I watch Lamar Jackson play football and it just makes me wonder what if chip kelly was just able to go all in on marcus Mariota? like i don't think there's been a day in the last couple weeks that i haven't thought about that and who knows maybe it'd still be the same result he would have fumbled his way out of a job but i'll just be curious about that what if more coaches and teams would just buy into what quarterbacks can do instead yeah. of trying to do something they're not yeah man uh, but now I don't like the Eagles at all, so I can't. You know, that was my one last hope of ever liking the Eagles, and since it didn't happen, oh well. Mm. Wait, what is your issue with the Eagles? <laughs> look, man, look, I'm look. I'm a very transparent 
person. You guys know I've mentioned before that I like to write. And I still go back to this one article that I wrote. And it was called In Chip We Trust. And you know what? I understand all the faults that Chip had as a person, you know, as a coach. Not as a coach, but more so as a GM. He had some stubbornness as a coach, but more so as a person in control. And I just hate the way that it ended. I hate that it became such a scapegoat. And everybody was so happy to get with Doug. And look where we're at three years later. You know, like, uh, I'm pretty sure, of course, you guys still prefer Doug over Chip because he won y'all something. But, I mean, injuries and just, like, still in-house fighting kind of killed it with Chip. Along with, like I said, he made some dumb decisions, though. But for the most part, when he let Deshaun go, uh, Macklin was able to step in and replace the numbers, no problem. But it was just like, oh, no, we missed Deshaun. We'll never get it back. But it's this little, little the, the, the exact same production. And you guys were just as good until what's-his-name broke his collarbone and – I don't know. I, I just still resent that. And mind you that I had a roommate that was an Eagles fan. My father's an Eagles fan. So I don't know. It's just the person in me that just doesn't want to like them anyway. So <laughs> Chip Kelly is the reason? That's a horrible Gosh, reason. It's not. I was always a Chip Kelly fan, but it kind of sucks because he's falling off terribly. I know you uh not Utah, uh UCLA has rebounded from where they were um at the beginning of the season to do a little bit better, but I like Chip in the NFL, and I just – I don't know, between the Philly market, and I really don't have a problem with Philly fans online. I was kind of happy when y'all won the Super Bowl because I just wanted to see y'all, you know, burn everything alive. Just get back <laughs> at everybody that ever said anything. But for the most part, I just hate Philly. I do. I do. I really do. And then just the team. I I, I don't know. Y'all treated me mad funny, you know. Y'all, y'all, y'all love Carson. Y'all still won't blame Carson for. I, I don't know. I feel like the. I don't know. I'm not oh, seeing nah. it his finger pointing yeah. at Carson yet. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that I mean that's true. There's Eagles fans are, are really really fickle and they're scared to give Carson Wentz blame when he's playing trash. I just flat out. You're not. Like, I know you're not. I, I don't give <laughs> a fuck. Like you're playing trash. Like I'm gonna acknowledge it. I don't care. Last week against the Patriots, he missed like. I, I get like Aguilar very much could have tracked that ball much better, but the two that was still a tough that, catch, but that was I don't know. Well, that was pretty accurate is, ball. Though. Yeah, that was yeah, a really yeah. good ball by Wentz. I mean, that that in that circumstance, like there was no way he could have placed it anywhere else. Yeah, and the thing about the Aguilar catch was that he made it look so difficult. Like it's not like it was just hard. It was just like. He's not good at tracking the ball. He like, made it harder than it was supposed to be. He did not yeah. have to fall backwards and like try to catch it against his face. Yeah, he definitely and, could have caught and that. Then, like, and then smoother. pretending like you hurt your knee in the same. Yeah, process. that was some like, bullshit. Yeah, that was like, some bullshit. He's like, oh shit, and he's like, oh, yeah. you know, they're not buying it. I, I, I fucked up. He held like, it and then like he just like let go of it. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like two yeah. seconds of holding your knee, at least like, at least try to sell it out or drag it. You know, he put it, put his hand on his knee for like two seconds. Like, you know what? They're not buying it. All right, I suck. Yeah, and like me, like I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence because sometimes I want to defend Carson because it's like, I mean, look who the fuck he's playing with. Like he's playing with no one. Like Jordan Matthews is his number one receiver, and he just got released yesterday. Like it's, it's, it's bad at this point. But you know, at the same time, he's missed quite a few throws. Like, like I was, that's the point I was about to make. Like I know Aguilar could have tracked that ball better, but. The two previous throws to that, where he had Ertz wide open, and I know he missed another throw similar to that. Like it was, it was so bad. He missed one bad to Miles Sanders out of the backfield. Yeah, even yeah, even this last Ooh, week, yes. he missed Sanders bad, and that probably could have been a touchdown or at least a first down. And then um, he missed a really bad screen to Goddard, 
Like, I know Goddard pretty much fumbles everything, which is really disappointing. But, like, man, he, he misses some really he'll, – he'll, he'll make the really hard throws, and then he'll miss the really easy throws. And not just – there's never, like, a, a medium with, with, with Wentz, and that's why it's so frustrating. Like, at one point, it's like I want him to throw the ball away, but I know, like, during his quote-unquote MVP year, he was good at really, like, escaping the pocket. But then again, you couldn't do that necessarily because Lane Johnson wasn't playing, nor was Brandon Brooks in this last game. So he was kind of like a sitting duck. But I don't know. I don't know. In a way, I'm still – I'm not completely, like, numb to everything because the season's not technically over. Dallas, with the way they play sometimes, like, they're always – it's like they're always going to give us a chance to come back. And I really do think, like, regardless – is, is this is all going to come down to that week six, sixteen matchup? Like, it's not even a it's not even a doubt. But, but yeah, I don't know. But you know, since we're in the mood of critiquing our quarterbacks, I can't tell you guys how <laughs> elated, and that's the word I'm going to use. I'm going to use the word elated to have Maga Mason sitting on the bench for a little while because, <laughs> oh my gosh, this man was so bad, bro. Last Sunday. Last Sunday against the Bengals, it was so bad until he got benched. Like he, and that's the thing, he shook. He shook from Miles Garrett hitting him in the head with a helmet. And I know we've been gone, you know, so we you know Devin is maggot too, though, right? Oh, I don't care. I mean, that's uh, the, it's cool. I, I don't care saying, about that. I, I, I don't care. Up cool. earlier saying they were oh, pretty, no, pretty mega. But that's the thing, though. I don't expect much of somebody that's a calling champion. All right, and that that's his name to fame, right? I mean, that's his. Uh, that's his uh, reason for being really, you know, notable within the NFL right now. He's still an undrafted uh, free agent rookie for a reason. I don't have much expectations from him, but he's way more mobile than uh, Mason, who looks like he has cinder blocks taped to his feet whenever he's in the pocket. I mean, he was making the Bengals defense look like, you know, one of the good old Marvin Lewis ones, and I was, it was bad. It's embarrassing. Yeah, the interception, because I was watching Red Zone, and he threw that interception, and I was like, what the hell is he doing? Like, I'm not, I will say that you guys were playing with, like, guys that, like, you basically picked up off the street. Like, the uh, the running back, I don't remember his name, but he had a couple good I, runs. I didn't know his name yeah. either. I, I yeah. just remember. I'm like, give him the ball more. He's fast. Like, we don't have a fast running back for whatever reason. The Steelers love these big guys who really are only good for about, you know, breaking a 30, 40-yard run. You know, I'll never forget uh, 2014, we were playing the Panthers on Sunday Night Football. And Le'Veon broke this long-ass run, and he only got 81 yards before, like, Luke Keekly caught him. And I'm just like, come on, man. If you make it that far, you got to score. Like, right. we, we, we don't have running backs with breakaway speed, but you know what? That man was pretty fast. I remember Deion Kane from Clemson. That was the wide receiver that had that one ball that went for, like, 35 yards. But, like, those guys playing, I really didn't know who they were. And I still yeah. don't know where any, you know, the rest of them from. So, give it for what it was, though. But, uh yeah, Mason's terrible. I'm sorry. Mason is awful. And he has small hands. Look, I know that we I know some quarterbacks we can defend for having small hands, like Teddy Bridgewater. He has small hands, but Teddy is not a bad quarterback. Yeah. Mason Rudolph, a terrible quarterback. That's a waste of a pick. I remember when uh, when they drafted him, folks got uh you know, remember when Big Ben had them comments where he just didn't sound happy that they drafted somebody. And I feel like Big Ben knew. He knew this man was no good. And people got yeah. mad at him because, you know. He was basically saying, you know, we just lost 42 to 45 against the Jaguars in the playoffs. Um, do we really need to draft a quarterback right now? You know, right. we need people that can contribute. 
And he had a point. This man, uh, we did. He wasn't any good either, so. Yeah, it's terrible, but he, I'm happy he's gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy he's benched too. Like, when, when, when Hodges threw that touchdown to James Washington, I was like, he is never getting his job back, like, unless he gets hit. Like, <laughs> the only way. But uh, last week was actually really entertaining. One other thing to add about the Eagles, you know, it, I used to get mad early in the season because our defense was so bad. Our defense has actually looked really good the last, like, three or four weeks, but our offense has looked so bad, and then it's like it takes away from it. So it's like nobody's paying attention. We've only we've only allowed, like, 15 points a game. Be advised, we just played the Patriots. We just played the Seahawks, and we got two interceptions on him, and then we got, like, seven sacks, and it's like it all goes to waste because we couldn't even score it. We couldn't even score a touchdown until, like, garbage time. Like, I get the score looks a lot better. 17 to 9 doesn't look like 17 to 3, but, like, who cares? Like, it was just really disappointing. But I'm, I'm done talking about the Eagles until our, we do our picks. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just for the listeners, uh, it was, a, like, a lot of scheduling conflict the past week. So that's why we weren't. Like it wasn't like we thought about taking some break. It was like, oh yeah, we we we're tired of recording with no or anything. We're like remotely close. Just scheduling conflict. We're back. Expect us to release on a regular time, like usual. Everything's back to normal. Last week was just really hectic for all of us. So, yeah. Um, before we get into our picks, what is it? Week thirteen. Yes, it is. Jesus Christ! I still remember NFL season ready for flies, the man. Flies. It's hate ridiculous. It. Just hate it. Man, we got to get ready to do our big board for the draft and shit soon. Like, it's... Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Man, it, hey, what's funny is, so, we got Thursday games, but you realize the Sunday games start on December... What is it, like, December 1st or something like that? Yeah. So, we are in December by next week, so... Time is a fly. And I was looking at the uh, – it was, like, four teams that had, like, clinching scenarios, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this season has went by this fast? Like, no way. Man, it's crazy. But um, before we get into our picks, just want to talk about the Hall of Fame for a little bit. Um, today they bring out our, the semi semifinalists uh, for the class of 2020. Uh, I'm just going to name off some names. Steve Atwater, uh, Rondé Barber. Tony Baselli, Isaac Bruce, Leroy Butler, Alan Fanica, uh, Tory Holt, Steve Hutchinson, Edron James, John Lynch, Clay Matthews, Sam Mills, Troy Palomalo, who should definitely get in, Simeon Rice, Richard Seymour, Fred Taylor, Zach Thomas, Heinz Ward, Ricky Waters, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, Darren Woodson, and Bryant Young. That's actually a really That good, is like good seriously list. such a good list. I don't I don't think I've even heard one that's remotely undeserving. Like, there might be a couple that are like, okay, maybe, but, like, all those names that you listed, those are big-name players. So, like, I don't really have – I don't see anyone, like – I don't know if there's, like, a limit on, you know, like, who can get in and how many, you know, how many people are allowed in. There is. So, basically, no, it's five. It's it's five of these type of players. You know, they're they're usually taking – some older classes or whatever, but that's a different scenario. Like what I think next year they're trying to vote on fifth, a group of 15 for uh, senior members, which that's going to be a mess because that's either yeah. going to be all of them together or none of them at all. 
But yeah. either, you know, like this whole thing of taking just five, and you know, at one point there was a wide receiver log jam. There was a safety log jam. Safety's just started getting in. Yeah. Uh, Ed Reed is in. I think, is Brian Dawkins in? Uh, yes, I, I, I think he's in. Hold on. Let me see. I, I, know, I know John Lynch and Steve Atwood have been waiting for a little minute. And I know at one point, um, up until probably a couple years ago, I want to say that there hadn't been a safety that got in since, what, 1999? And that would have been like Paul Cross. And he hadn't played since the 1982 before that. So safeties aren't necessarily treated the same as everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Dawkins, Dawkins just got in in 2018. So, wow. Yeah. So I would hope Troy would get in on the first ballot. Yeah. yeah. But see, that's the thing, though. So you see with John Lynch's name being there, you see his teammate is there, too, in Rondé Barber, right? Yep. And so Warren Fo- uh, not Warren Foster. Who the hell is Warren Foster? Warren Sapp already got in. Derrick yep. Brooks already got in. Yep. And hell, you see Simeon Rice on there, too. They're yep. going to wait. They do that. They do that to teammates. For whatever reason, it's like we can't put all of you in. Some of you, you know, nah. And so I, I don't I, – I would be hard pressed to believe that John Lynch is still not going to be having to wait. You know, like I don't, I don't see as much of a wide receiver log jam anymore. Like I know Reggie Wayne isn't getting in um, this year. Pretty sure yeah. Hines Ward is going to get in yet either. My well, guy Edron James has been waiting forever. So. What, what you think Fred Taylor's going to get in? No, I don't think I don't. this year. I think later on, yeah, but I don't think at this moment he's not big enough. He was good, but like. He's just not out of all those people listed. There's more deserving people on that list. So I, I would say Troy Troy Palomalo was a lot to get in. Did you say Patrick Willis was on there too? Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, he Patrick, was Patrick Willis, Troy Palomalu, um, Rondé Barber. Rondé Barber. I think Rondé Barber. Yes, I think Rondé Barber was one of the better corners that we grew up watching. Um, Steve Atwater probably will get in. Zach Thomas deserves to get in. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of them that really deserve to get in, but it's just you know if there's only five that are allowed, then I'm not sure. But right, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be tough. I'm glad I don't I don't take a part in that because I would be so biased and my recency bias would kick in and I would be like, okay, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, Troy Polamalu, uh, Fred Taylor, Edron James, done. Like it would be so quick for me, but yeah. Good luck to all. You know, I I wish Ricky Waters would get in. He's been um, he's not going to get in. I know he's not, but uh, Ricky Waters, man, that man was nasty. He he played played good for a very long time. Not good. He was great, I should say, for a very long time. But you know, being on the Forty Niners, you get overshadowed by Steve Young. You get overshadowed by Jerry Rice, the defensive players. He played with Prime. I think he won a ring with them when um, Dion was there. So. you know, great play. I'm pretty sure he's never going to get in. And uh, it was funny when you mentioned Rondé Barber because you guys realized how good Tiki was. And, yeah. like, and Tiki's last year, I had to go look it up. Look, Tiki's last year, he ran for 1,600 yards. And he just, you know, I don't want to say he – well, he basically quit on his teammates. They didn't like him. He didn't really like them either. And they won a Super Bowl directly without him, though. And he's never going to get in. But he's got some crazy numbers for somebody who quit when he still has some, you know – he still yeah. has gas left. He could have played. So, hope Rondé gets in. But I don't see Rondé getting in no time soon either. Man. Yeah, Rondé really broke my spirit too because he got that pick six against Donovan. But man. anyways, um, but yeah, 
that's actually a really good uh, semifinalist list, and uh, good luck to every single one of them. Because, <laughs> man, that that's a crazy list. It's just as impressive as last year's, honestly. Um, alrighty. I think there's nothing else we need to talk about, so we can get, get into week 13. And we're going to start. I'm so happy. I love Thanksgiving football. Like, I know I know it was Bears and Lions last year, but I don't even care. Like, I just like watching football on Thanksgiving. I don't know. It's just a weird – it's just a, like, weird obsession. But, anyways, our first game for Thanksgiving is the Bears at the Lions. Of course, I'm going to kick it to Jake. See his thoughts. Huh. All right. Well, this is not 2018 Thanksgiving Bears-Lions because that game was very fun to watch because the Bears defense was on another level that day. Eddie Jackson had a pick six and Mukamara. I'm sorry, uh, Kyle Fuller had a pick. I believe Mukamara had a pick that game. That defense was fun to watch, and that was kind of when this team was starting to, like, just, you know, really get noticed. This team, however, is not the same. Um, this team barely beats the 30th, you know, pass-ranked Giants. Uh, Mitch Trubisky barely, you know, beat just the worst team in the NFL, arguably, uh, when it comes to defense. Like, it's just not the same, man. It's not the same. Now, good news is um, Stafford is out. Jeff Driscoll is possibly out, which means David Blow would have to play. Wait, he's hurt too? Yes, Jeff yes, Driscoll is questionable going into it, but if he's questionable, it's a Thursday game, so it's likely oh, that he probably won't play. God. So, yeah, uh, Bears fans luck out. Viewers worldwide don't because that's not going to be very entertaining to watch because you've got David Blow, which is a third-string you know, QB for the Detroit Lions, and Mitchell Trubisky, which shouldn't be in the NFL. Um, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, it may be, but it's also kind of true at the end of the day, it's not probably going to be a very high scoring or entertaining game. And I don't see either team really surpassing 21 points to be honest with you, just oh because the, the, do you, I mean, truthfully, like, do you, I mean, look, Mitch played the, I mean, he played the 30th ranked pass defense in the NFL he had no excuses. He was in his home building, and they mustered 19 points. And he threw oh, two I'm picks. Oh, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying, oh, my gosh, because you're right, and we got to watch that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> well, yeah you don't that. have to. That's that's the cool thing about Thanksgiving. You don't have to watch that football game. You could always go well, socialize with the family, eat some turkey, you know. Jay, like, now, see, 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 Jake, that's the thing. Let me. I'm just going to throw this out there. What's realistic for most of us is we ain't eating at 12 o'clock. Probably That's not right. eating at one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. Four, yeah, three thirty, four o'clock. Two thirty or three o'clock, correct? <laughs> See, that's lucky still. That's still yeah. lucky because say you know we set the time, they be there at one o'clock. Well, people start pulling up maybe at one forty-five, two o'clock, but everybody will be there by three fifteen. Yeah, or everybody that we care about will be there. So I mean. Uh, it's just like we're I'm, like I said, I'm gonna be stuck having to watch it. I gotta work actually, but I'm still gonna watch it anyway. You gotta but work I'll be on Thanksgiving, man. That's tough. Um, Hey, but I'm a Christmas baby. I was born on Christmas, so I never work on Christmas. I take that whole week off, so it's, just, oh, it's shit, a fair little trade-off for me. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair, but anyway, fair enough uh, yeah. yeah, back to the game. 
Uh, it's not really going to be a high-scoring affair. It's probably not going to be that entertaining of a game. Probably going to be one of the more ugly games given the quarterback situation and the way these injuries are you know, decimating both teams. You look at Stafford, and then you look at Akeem Hicks, and you look at Danny Trevathan. Like you got like superstars out at every position for each team. Um, for that reason, and for the reason that uh, it looks like the Bears will be facing off against Blow on uh, Thanksgiving, and even if they're playing Driscoll, I still would pick them, but I just really want to pick them now because they're, I wouldn't say they're trending in the right direction, but their offense has looked better from what it has in the past, or for the first six weeks. Like, yes, we haven't beat the Chargers. Yes, you know, we lost the Rams, but Mitchell Trubisky didn't really play terrible in those games, and they really should have won both those games if Eddie Pinero makes his kick. Um, it's really all that came down to. So, with that being the trend of our offense and the way the Lions are structured and the way like they're, they've, they've given up. I mean, they're, they're going to be like a three seven one team. They just lost to Washington. I mean, it's, it's really not much to, for less or for not much else that Detroit can really do. So uh, for that reason, I'll say the bears, uh, like I said, not, not a high scoring game. I'm thinking somewhere around 21, 13, something like that. But uh, I, I think the Bears can uh, win this and get to 500 and maybe make a late playoff push despite their tough schedule. But, I mean, then that's for another week. But this is the right step. Yeah, give me the Bears as well. I, for the gamblers, I would put this on my parlay because spread is only three. It's Take like, the under. Take the under. Take the under. Well, it depends on what the under is for points. Because if it's like that's four, true. Which I think is gonna be like watch it just go like take the under even if it's like twelve just take the under (laughs) (laughs) six to three bears (laughs) man I I don't think it'll be that bad hey man it's gonna be like count anything out against the Bears now it's pretty bad with this offense so. I think it's going to be like 24 to like seven. Like that's You just watched what Lamar Jackson did to the Ravens, and the Bears put up seven on the Rams. The Rams' defense is it's terrible, and they put up seven. So That's the thing, though. The Rams' defense has actually been one of the better defenses in the NFL this season. They just got smashed last night. They're, they're just nah, honest. I mean, maybe statistically, but like as far as points given up, like they've given nah, up not- a lot of points. Now, you know, I follow, uh, like I said, I always tell you guys, I follow football outsiders, the DVOA defense, uh-huh. and they don't even, they don't necessarily go by statistics, and the Rams have been the top five DVOA oh, okay. defense, mainly because they get pressure, and they're solid, I say solid on the back end, that's only because Jalen Ramsey's been crap this year, he was crap in Jacksonville, he's been crap with the Rams, and all he does is just, you know, talk, that's it, you know, so it's funny, are, you said after the game, all he does is cuss. Stephon Gilmore's the best corner in the NFL now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I feel like I had got into an argument with uh somebody on Twitter about this because I said Stefan Gilmore is better than Ramsey, but Ramsey is technically more talented, and I think so. And like I said, being from South Carolina, of course, I watched them play in college. I watched them play in high school, but. Jalen Ramsey's special. Not to say Stephon Gilmore wasn't special because they were both top ten picks, but there's you know it's just something different about Jalen Ramsey. He has he's playing like crap this year, but he has the ability to play just as well as Stephon Gilmore, whether or not he's in it, you know, with Bill Belichick or not. To be fair, and so he's been better from day one as well. But it's just crazy. Like I don't know what happened. And I, you know what? And also, I know we're going to end up picking. I think the Rams players we're going to end up picking their games too. But I don't think he should resign. And that would be crazy if he doesn't, because then they just really leverage their future for nothing. But what's the point in staying? 
Then he can come on so. over to Philly too. So yeah, that'd be great. Oh, give it up, man. Give it up. <laughs> Hey, we'll, you guys can you guys can take Car, uh, Kyle Fuller. We'll take Carson Wentz if you really want to talk about corners. You guys can take Kyle Fuller. Uh, Be prepared for Andy Dalton, Jake. What do you mean? And no, 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 no. Yeah, you I, have, I, 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 the more the more I see the Dalton season play out, I think Chase Young is going to be a Bengal. I really think Chase Young is going to be that first pick. He is too good to pass up. He's too good. I don't know, man. Nah, nah, nah. You got to pass him up. They need a quarterback, man. They need a quarterback, yeah. They can get one in the second round, to be honest. Nah. This is a really deep deep QB draft. And if you're passing up a talent like Chase Young, that's questionable. You you got lucky with Andy Dalton in the second round. You can't do it twice, man. You you can't do it twice. Uh, Well, I'm not not saying, like, they can't luck out. But I'm saying, like, you look at, like, you know, history, and there's a lot of pretty decent, you know, QBs drafted beyond the second round. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, but I the Bengals aren't the type of franchise. That's the thing. And as long as Mike Brown is in charge, you're going to get – this is what you're going to get. You know, let, let, let's remember, before Carson, Carson Palmer, they went through guys like Andre Ware. No, Andre, yeah, Andre Ware didn't play there. David Klingler, he played there. Uh, there's so many other bad quarterbacks I can't think of. Jeff Blake was nice, though. But the rest of them were terrible. And I can't think of none of them right now. But that just shows how long. He's been in charge since 1991. So I mean, I have no faith in them. Do you have any faith in uh, Zach Taylor to to develop a quarterback either? From what you know, I've seen, I'm... no. I mean, I know he's quote unquote the QB whisperer, and he was in the McVay system. But I mean, Owen that Eleven doesn't really give him anything much to see. John McVay. That's it. I don't know what he did. <laughs> I don't know what he yeah. did when he sounded great, but he had to deal with. It. That's about all I can say. That's all. That's all he's good for. Because he looks overwhelmed out there, and it's like if he doesn't get fired, like. I don't know. Uh, let, let's cut him some slack, though, because, like, his team sucks. I mean, it sucks. No, he, like, no, no slack. No, because you didn't deserve the job in the first place. Yeah. I'm not saying, but yeah, at the end of the day, like, he's not going to sit here and be like, oh, I didn't deserve the job. Like, if he's offered the job, he's going to take the job. Like, from a fan's you know, standpoint, you know, from our perspective, sure, he may have not deserved it, but, like, he lucked into the situation, but he really got, like, a bad hand. Like, he was dealt a terrible hand. That offensive line got decimated by injuries. They lost Jonah Williams, their first-round pick. A.J. Green got hurt. Andy Dalton sucked. Joe Mixon's had a career low like, year. Like, I mean, you really can't give him, like, there's nothing that he's had positive this year. So, I think if you take out injuries and I think you, you know, put that into the equation, I think he has a better year. I mean, 0-11 is 0-11 at the end of the day, regardless. That's terrible and that's not really defendable, but let's – be a little realistic and say, hey, like this dude's had zero luck and zero credit, nothing. Like he said, nothing to work with. But see, you know, to compound on top of that, actually, even take out, if you take out of the, you know, take out of the equation the injuries, even then, once again, he's still a, they, he wasn't their first option. He wasn't their second option. They were the last person to hire somebody. They got the bottom of the barrel. They didn't even want him, man. You got to understand, they, they didn't want him. Nobody wanted him, man. Like, they definitely settled. That, you said what? They definitely settled for him. Oh, but that's the thing, though. Who, nobody wanted to work there anyway because it took – Marvin Lewis is a special type of coach, you know, for as bad as he was in the postseason. You will never not hear me say he wasn't a good coach because clearly he was to keep his job for so long. It was just that – 
he couldn't get the job done. He's like a poor man's Marty Schottenheimer, except yep. Mark could win playoff games. He just couldn't win conference championships. You know, yep. so it takes a special kind of person to be there because not only do you have to deal with Mike Brown, it's just he's cheap. You know, that's why I'm surprised that A.J. Green wants to stay there. You know, you, it, OK, it's not about the money. It's not about winning. What is it about then? You know, I don't, he's I don't an know. idiot. I don't care. A.J. Green, if you don't get out, the, if you don't get out of there. You're an idiot. I, yeah, I, I like. I, I get care. there's loyalty and there's also stupidity. And if you don't leave, you know, Cincinnati, you're 30, 31 years old with no QB and no hope in that situation. Get the hell out of Cincinnati. I don't care about loyalty. You were loyal enough. You were there for eight, nine years. You you shut up. You paid your dues. You were a consummate professional. Everyone you know respects that. No one's going to give you shit for leaving Cincinnati. They're going to give right. you praise if anything. Everybody's been wanting AJ Green to get out of there for at least two or three. Go years. go like, somewhere where like he's like gonna be like you know a focal point of their offense and not waste away on an 0-11 team. Like yeah. go somewhere, and I know you're gonna like this. Go somewhere like Philadelphia. Carson Wentz needs someone like that. You know, go go somewhere else. Go to Baltimore. Like Baltimore. Like could you oh. imagine Lamar Jackson with AJ Green? Now oh. you don't like that. You don't like that because that's a division rival. But you know damn well that's a very good fit. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. All right. We can play that game. Hell, go to Chicago, right? No, because Mr. Bisky won't give him the ball. But at the end of the day, the story is AJ Green needs to get out of Cincinnati. Hey, Andy Dalton getting him the ball, though. We know that much. Well, he has no one else to get him the ball. I mean, Tyler Boyd's pretty good, but I mean, like, AJ Oh, no. I'm not talking about it Cincinnati. I'm talking about in Chicago. <laughs> Andy Dalton's not going to be a bear. I promise he's not going to be a bear. I promise. Oh, he will be, man. Just, just wait and watch. Remember, right. when, Chase Young's in a Bengals, when, when Chase Young's in a Bengals jersey come April, just, uh, don't, don't tell me or don't tell you I didn't want to I'm telling you, the Bengals are drafting or trading, trading back in the first to get a QB because they're taking Chase Young first. He's too good. Generational talent. That's true. He is a generational talent. 16 and a half sacks. That ain't going to win you no Ohio games. State record and still has two games left. So yeah, that, that ain't going to win you no games. Hey, look, they they you, you see they 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 gave up on the Ryan Finley experiment already. You go, hey, forget a second round quarterback, man. You better strike what iron's hot. You see, uh, go get Burrow. Bengals did. You see what uh the the Ra- uh, Ravens did with Lamar. You take what's talented, man. You take the uh, the best talent that's available for you, and just be smart about it. Because I I. Mm. I don't have enough credit for them to do what Ozzy might have done, and either Ozzy or Costa, whoever whoever the GM is in um, Baltimore. But I don't give them enough credit to do that. So you just got to take the best player available, not not the best player available, the best player that fits the need for your team, and it's, that would see, like I, I truly think Joe Burrow would be the best player for Cincinnati. I just don't think Cincinnati thinks that. I think Cincinnati is like okay, Chase Young is like that type of talent. We can't pass up on that. And let's be real, Cincinnati's never really made like sensible decisions when it comes to, you know, front office front office moves and you know, decisions, you know, regarding that. So I really don't see a reason why they won't take Chase Young. Like, you know, when Miles Garrett came out, he was like the surefire number one pick because he was considered a generational talent, correct? He was like the next best pass rusher. Chase Young is much better than Miles Garrett was in college. Like everyone's thinking Chase Young is like that guy. Like he's gonna be the next like great. Like, that's not someone you pass up on. I think Joe Burrow fits in Cincinnati more, and I think that's going to be, like, the, you know, the bigger impact player at the moment because, obviously, QB is the most important position, and obviously you're going to see the most, you know, wins and, you know, improvement with the QB. But long-term, Chase Young is too good to pass up, in my opinion. We'll see. 
We will. I actually, I, I really want to see which way they go because I don't really think either one is wrong. I think if they want to win now, they go Joe Burrow. I think if they're looking for their long term, and I think if they have a plan, they take best player available, and that's without a doubt, Chase Young. So, uh, there is everybody picking the Bears. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> third string, no third string QB for the Lions on a short week. They just lost to Washington. There's really no reason the Lions could win this game, which is yeah. why they will. Where's the blow? There you go. <laughs> Moving into our next game, we have the Bills at the Cowboys. Hmm. <laughs> you I know, would pick the Bills, honestly. The Cowboys, I don't know. The Cowboys seem like, I mean, I know they play the Patriots, but don't they seem like a little different to you guys? Like, is that, is that, am I wrong? Like, their offense, does it not seem like as, I guess, efficient? Or is that just me? Well, it was the Patriots. I, will that's, that. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really know if we can judge that too much. But no, I, I think they're a really good offense. Like, they are. They were number one of yards coming into that game against New England. So, But you know what the issue is, guys? The issue is they don't change up the game plan for nobody. Not on offense, not on defense. Well, hey, we got the best athletes that's, on the field. Just we're just going to run the same damn plays. And that's the yeah. issue. Look, man, when we complained a few weeks ago when they played the Vikings that they kept force-feeding Zeke instead of putting the ball in Dak's hands, cool, you should have put the ball in Dak's hands that game. Now, this past Sunday, you should have put the ball in Zeke's hands because, hey, he was moving the ball pretty well against the Patriots defense. But, no, we're going to keep trying to force the ball. And I know them phantom tripping calls happen, but even besides that, your game plan, your game plan was fall. And you got to see how pissed Jerry's been. Yeah. Jerry's been you know, his mouth in the I media. I think the weather can go understated in that game either because, I mean, like, I know everyone's like, oh, it's just rain. But, like, that was that was bad weather. That was really no, bad no, weather. No, that's – Dak had to go get put some gloves on. I mean, it is what it is. And that that was Dak's that was Dak's first bad weather game since 2017. Also, so yeah. that's not really something. I mean, let's be real. Like you can play NFL quarterback all you want, but there is a huge difference from playing in a dry, you know, completely easy dome with no type of precipitation, no weather to battle, than yep. going in on the road playing in 30 degree. I'm sorry, 30 degree, uh, 30 mile an hour winds and heavy rain, like. I don't care how good you are. That's going to affect you as a human. Like the ball is not going to come out as clean. Your throws aren't going to be as sharp. Like that's definitely going to have some type of effect on your throwing. And obviously he saw that because he wasn't very sharp. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. So that's what I'm saying. I can't really say if their offense is bad or not bad. It's not bad by any means. But like, has it fallen off or is it less efficient? Because I've kind of seen like some signs, you know, but the way the play calling is and like the futility with, you know, their play calling, it just makes it seem like their offense is terrible because they keep running the same play over and over and over, same stuff over and over and over. And it's just not working. So I wouldn't say their talent or their players are the issue. I just think the coaching, I've always thought the coaching was the issue. I've always, you know, thought Jason Garrett was not the right answer there. Um, obviously Scott Linehan wasn't the right answer there because their offense was flourishing earlier on in the year, you know, without Scott Linehan at the helm. So I really do think this Cowboys offense is pretty good, but I mean, there's a lot of factors that goes into it. Like if their play calling was better and you know, the weather was better on Sunday, I think they could have beat New England to be honest with you. So and yeah. obviously the tripping tripping obviously can't go understand as well. Cause that was a drive killer. One was third and one and they were moving. So I don't know. But regarding this week, I don't think the Bills – I think they could win, but, like, I just don't see Josh Allen going into at t Stadium, going in and winning a must-win game 
you know, for the Cowboys because not for the Bills. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's a must win. I know the AFC is kind of tight right there, but I think this oh, they game got a is a must win for the Cowboys. Exactly. Like the Cowboys are going to be a hungry team. And if they can almost, you know, beat the Patriots in, you know, Foxborough in those type of conditions with the futile, I'm sorry, uh, the futile play calling of Jason Garrett, I think they're going to have a little better time against Buffalo. Uh, I know it's obviously a pretty good defense still, but the Patriots defense is better than Buffalo's. But I just, I don't know. I just don't see Buffalo going into Dallas and getting a win. That just doesn't really ring a bell with me. So for that reason, I'm going to go with Dallas on Sunday. Mm. Well, I would like to pick Dallas because, you know, it's just funny because most people that I talk to, at least, they see the Bills as kind of a fraudulent 8-3. and three. Like, they're not really a bad team, but then again, they've beat – everybody they've beaten is pretty much in the top 10 of the uh, NFL draft, picking in the top 10 of the NFL draft time come next spring. So they've beaten nothing but bad teams, and that's kind of their shtick. But the Cowboys aren't a bad team, but their record kind of implies they aren't that great. They're just kind of average. And I think this is actually going to be a very good game from one, surprisingly. But do I have faith that they're going to commit to the run? I don't know. I don't know. But do I have faith, like Jake said, that, you know, Josh Allen, it's not necessarily that he can go on the road. It's more so that this is going to be a tough environment. And playing on Thanksgiving is clearly different than, you know, most other games or most other uh, – type of road places like the Cowboys of Bradford. It's like I said, they've been doing this since 1966. So clearly it's a great advantage for them. But I'm going to stick with my gut instead of my heart and what everything else is telling me and just go with the Cowboys. Um, I know they haven't beat a winning team this year. But like I said, most people see the Bills as being kind of fraudulent anyway. So I think, what are they, like 8-3? and three? So are they really as good as the record implies? No, but hey, you play who's in front of you. So I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. It'll be a much-needed win for them. Uh, I'll say I, I'm picking the Cowboys, but I would love to see the Bills win because that would go well for the Eagles. But, yeah, give me the Cowboys. I don't, I don't – I don't have a reason to pick the Bills or believe in the Bills. Um, I don't think anyone does at this time. Like I get, I mean, they played New England pretty close, but I mean, New England's, as we've seen, they're not an offensive juggernaut. No, so, like, their offense is completely different. I mean, I yeah. said this all along with no Gronk and you know, with no really big name receivers like in the past, their offense is not going to be the same. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Bills. I mean, they let the Eagles put up thirty-one points against them, and like. Our offense by is no well-oiled machine by any means. So, like, I, I have no faith whatsoever that Josh Allen's going to get it done. However, I would love to be wrong. I would 100% love to be wrong so I can laugh at it on Thanksgiving. That'd be great. But, yeah, I, uh, give me give me the Cowboys. Um, And then the nightcapper for Thanksgiving, we have the Saints at the Falcons. I, I, I don't know. This is going to be some – like oddly entertaining football game. Like Saints saw, at the Falcons? Yeah, it's at the Falcons. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna have a repeat of two weeks ago. I think the Saints I think the Saints smoke them. I don't know. Thanksgiving, don't think I don't think it's gonna be close. I don't even think it's gonna be close. I don't think they smoke them. I think they will win, but I think it's gonna be a shootout. Like it's, it's gonna be really? nothing like the last it's not gonna be like the last game in which they just got shut down. Like 
No, I really no, think no I way really that. think Drew Brees. It's Thanksgiving. Drew Brees. I if you give me Drew Brees on Thanksgiving, and you give me Drew Brees and you know big games, like I'm taking that 100 percent of time. And with the way they were embarrassed by their division rival last time, like I, I truly think New Orleans is going to go in there and beat them down. I don't know about. I don't see. I can't say they'll beat them down because. Saints have shown, like, I know offensively they came alive last week, but other than that, they've shown areas in which they look beatable. Um, I think Eric Armstead or whoever their um, their tackle is is hurt. I don't know. Where oh, Teron. 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 Teron Armstead. Armstead's the D tackle for the Niners. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My fault. But, but, yeah, I mean, he's hurt, like, there's some areas in which Atlanta can, can attack. I mean, you look at the Atlanta's defensive line. I mean, they went berserk on, on New Orleans the first time they played. Um, I don't know if Andrews Pete, I don't know if he's playing in this game or not, but he's had a really good year. Yeah. And then he got injured. And it was like, well, what the yeah. hell? But um, I don't know. I think this is going to be a big Alvin Kamara game. He's been really quiet due to injury this season, but I think this is going to be his, like, I'm still here sort of game. Um, the thing about the Saints, they don't have Devontae Freeman. They're still with, like, Brian Hill and Quadre Allison. Um, I'm not expecting, like, a big, like, running game or anything like that. But I, I do think this is going to be a game in which they attack each other's secondaries because, I mean, you look at Carolina, they just put up 30-plus points last week, if I'm not mistaken. Like 31, yep. Yeah, lost so. on that, lost on that kick. They should have made by Joey Sly, but yeah, neither here yeah. nor there, I guess. You know, it's so weird watching that because as soon as he missed, I said, "Reeves is going to take the ball down the field with no issue whatsoever." Like it was, it was just like I don't know, man. It's just certain quarterbacks you look at and it's like you don't even have to worry about. Like I wish I had a quarterback like that. Like it's like two minutes left, you're down by however many points, or you need a game-winning field goal or touchdown, and it's like, yeah, we got it. Like Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Brady. Oh, I don't know about Brady with this offense, but um, but yeah, you, you get the gist of it, but back to this game, I do think the Saints will win, but it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be like it's going to be like 38-35 to 35 or 38-31, to 31, something like that. Yeah, I tend to agree. I'm not picking against the Saints anymore. I picked against them the last few weeks, and I've pretty much been wrong every time. So, uh, <laughs> well, not the last few weeks, but I know as far as Tampa Bay and uh, the Cardinals. So, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and pick them. But, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But I think it should be an entertaining game. These two teams don't like each other, so they usually yeah. make it interesting. Yeah. All righty. So, now moving to our 1 p.m. start games on on. On Sunday, uh, we have the Jets at the Bengals. I'm not really taking much time into this. I'm picking the Jets and moving I'm picking on. Picking the Jets. Um, next game we have the Titans at the Colts. Hmm. The the revived Titans, the newly the newly found Titans with newly Ryan Tannehill at the helm. Um, Ryan Tannehill had more 20 plus yard rushes than you, you know what I last you know year. what I think. That's disgusting. You know what I think is I think the Colts' identity was rooted in Marlon Mack. I think the way Jacoby Brissett, like, you know, actually threw the ball and the way, you know, he pretty much became a game manager to an actual productive NFL quarterback was based off their run game. Because their run game was always – was pretty good. 
They got the run game going. They had multiple running backs who could get the job done. And now you're not seeing that as much with Marlon Mack out. Um, so I think they're they're definitely kind of searching for answers on offense. Jonathan Williams ran for over 100 yards last week. Well, but I'm saying – okay, but look who they played. The Texans. The Texans run defense is terrible. It's not awful. J.J. Watts out, D.J. Reed you know, hurt. What I think the issue really is is that I know T.Y. was back, but this offense has no speed. You know, it's like you can keep everything in front of you with this offense. And, you know, I have that ESPN Plus subscription, so I was watching um, Detail. And Peyton did an episode on Jacoby. And I don't think Jacoby's the issue I saw. I can't remember who I saw trying to – no, Mike Tenere. I saw him try to push the little – Narrative real quick. I know the play calling was funky against the Texans because they just ran a lot. They didn't really give him any chance to try to make plays, but I don't think he played terrible against the Texans. He doesn't really have too many weapons right now. T.Y. is coming off an injury. Eric Ebron is now on IR. So he really, Man. I mean, doesn't have much if you look at he it. He doesn't. Man, it's I mean, off, like I said. Paris Campbell, a rookie, friend. but I mean, you know, their He's next hurting. tight end is Jack Doyle, so... I mean, they're pretty much like the Eagles at this point. They're not – it's next no man up. Speed. No, no speed. No speed, next man up, like no real receivers on that core. Um, like I said, like their offense goes through Marlon Mack because that's what got the job done is because Marlon Mack had like the highest yard per carry up until like week seven, I believe, uh, with like 5.4. So he yeah. was doing really well. Like you get – I mean, think about it. You get five yards on first down, your options are limitless. You can run again, get three, four yards, or you can throw again and get a first down. And that's yep. what, you know, they saw on offense on first down. They had that flexibility. Now with that run game kind of stalling and not getting, you know, as much. I know Jonathan Williams had a good game on, you know, Thursday. But at the same time, the Texans run defense is not as good, especially now as the Titans. But, um, yeah, I just think their offense is rooted in getting the run going, which a lot of offense is. So that's really, no, you know, not really a surprise. But I think Marlon Mack was a lot more integral than what we thought. And obviously their offense is not very – well put together right now. Um, and the Titans look really well. So I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm going to go with the Titans on Sunday. I'm going with the Titans. Oh, and, and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's had a phenomenal year. And I, and I used to kind of think of him as a mediocre running back or kind of like, you know, one of those like right in the middle of the pack. He's good. I'll admit it. Derrick yeah. Henry's good. He's really good. And he owns the Jaguars. Like, he owns them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm picking the uh, Titans as well. I have no reason to pick the Colts as of right now. I mean, I do believe in Frank Wright. I believe that he'll create something that makes this team a little bit more competitive than what they looked like last week. But um, this is the lack of speed. I mean, I know T.Y. came back, but like besides that, they don't have anything. Like, it's, it's really, you know, disappointing to see, like, where they were a few weeks ago compared to where they are now. Like, it, injuries, man, injuries will ruin you as a, as a team, and, and, and that's definitely the case in Indianapolis but you know I know Indianapolis they're at home but it's an AFC South matchup those matchups are always really weird so I think this is one of the ones in which the Titans pull through and then pull off a really big win yeah I'm gonna go ahead and take the Titans as well I think it's a favorable matchup for them even though these both of these teams match up fairly well and it is a division uh divisional opponent but i'm gonna go ahead and take the titans in this one i i, I like the way they're playing as of late and i feel like when they're gonna i feel like you know they're not gonna make the playoffs but i feel like when they need to get that big win they're gonna lose and that big win isn't needed this week so i'm um, just here to watch the football 
That is. They build you up to let you down. Yeah, or absolutely. or they beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs and then they move on, which was, And then then they get yeah. blown out. Yeah. <laughs> that again. Uh, could you imagine Ryan Tannehill leading into a Super Bowl? No, uh, no, next game. I'm next not watching football. I'm not watching no. football. Next game. Not, <laughs> I wouldn't watch football. I won't. I won't watch a football. I, I know Mr. Trubisky can be just as good as Tannehill in the circumstance. So if he can do it, I don't really see what is the point of watching football anymore. Hey, my oh, Heat man. are 12 and four. I have no problem just watching NBA, man. 100. percent I'm right there with you. Hey, right man, we're nice. We're nice yeah. this year. Got blown out. Got blown out by the Sixers. But it's Thankfully, okay. I missed that game. But you know why? Like, that's It's bullshit because it was a back-to-back, the second night of a back-to-back on the road. And our three back-to-backs this year have been against the Lakers, the Sixers, and the next one's against the Celtics after playing the Raptors in Toronto. So, Jesus yep. That's, that's, I don't know what's going on with them. but And then they play three or four um, the week of December 12th through the 15th. They play three games in four nights. So they want us to fail is not going to work. That's what I'm saying. So they looked at the schedule and they're just like, oh, you have to heat up. Screw them. So, which I understand because they sucked at the beginning and everyone thought they weren't going to do anything. But yeah. Here we uh, are. Yeah, here we are. Oh, no. The next game Eagles at Dolphins. Dolphins! <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm, 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 I can't do them that bad. I can't do them that bad. I'm going to keep it really short. I'm going to keep it really short. I'm going I, Eagles. So, I that's mine. Eagles, but I think the Dolphins will cover. They will cover. The, the Eagles are, are not built like a team that will be anybody by 10-plus points at this point. They just don't have people. What will change is if, if Howard, Jeffrey, and Aguilar all, all come back this week, then they'll look somewhat functional. Better. And then – I can see the, why why they're favored by nine points, but as of right now, I have like zero faith that they're going to blow up anybody. Like they're not beating anybody by two scores. I don't even know if they'll beat the Bengals by two scores at this point. But I will say our defense has played really good. Ryan Fitzpatrick loves to turn the ball over. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick has only beat us like one time, and that was last year when he has like Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson. So like, it is what it is. But yeah, I I, I don't really feel like Ryan Tannehill is going to do much. I think he'll get like some garbage time, fourth quarter touchdowns and make it look interesting, but um, I, I have the Eagles winning by six. I think I think that's pretty safe. Uh, I mean... Dang, Dan, don't do it. Don't even do it. Don't, don't do it. I, I can hear all of your voice. You know, sometimes... Just give me the Eagles, man. Just give me the Eagles. Just no, give me the Eagles. No, you know, it's, 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 it's times like when you... Like, I, I know this when I do my podcast with Ajay. Um, like, you can tell when they're about to say something. I can tell they was, like, really, really tempted to pick the Dolphins in the game. I know it. I 100 I was, but you know what? I can't see Carson airmailing a running back in the flats again two weeks in a row. Man. I, can't, I can't see Carson returning back to 2016, Carson. I just – like, yeah, 2016, I can't see it happening again. I'm – Going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt, and I don't think this is necessarily going to be a, a week that you guys buy in and you write the ship. I just think this is going to be a week that you escape. So yeah, this be one of the classic. Uh oh, 
the Dolphins are up 10 to 0 on the Eagles. It's the third quarter. And then you guys score like three touchdowns or some off some BS crap, like a, a pick six return. And then you get another pick and you landed the, the 10 yard line and you score from there. It's type of BS like that. So that's <laughs> like 21 to 10 or something like that. Okay. Okay. Let's quickly get up out of there. Okay. Next game. <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have the Packers. At the Giants, uh, I'm picking the Packers. I'm not saying. Oh, that. I really hope the Giants win, but uh, it's just not going to happen. All right, and uh, hey, 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 hey. While we're on this topic, I was right about the Packers again. Correct? You know, you, you were, you were. All right. Just, I just want to put that out there. I said Aaron Rodgers is nowhere near MVP status. He's going to fall off because he's faced bad teams. And I will say nowhere and near. Look, well, it's, no, 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 no. He it's is not nowhere he's, near. he's completely out of the MVP conversation, correct? No. Because are you, I don't think he's are he's you sure? He's, he's Deshaun, not Russell Wilson, not McCaffrey. Out of it. Like, I mean, Michael Thomas he's, is even above him, I'd say. He's still not completely I mean, out of it. There's still like five games left, man. Yeah, if they win the next five and he goes off, like no well, he could be why. in it, but I think Lamar's locked it up at this point. I don't think nah, I think Russ is still in it too, man. Russ That's is why. Still I, in it. I mean, they have the same. If the Ravens, if the Ravens continue identical. on this track and they then they went out or they finished four and one, I think it's Lamar's to lose. He is the three to one odd right now. He has three to one odds, so he is the highest in Vegas right now after as of, starting seventy five. As of to right now, as of right now, I think they would give it to Lamar. I do believe that. However, Russ still has a very good case because he has. I think five. You also have to understand the NFL doesn't just you know base it off yeah, you know, how it's, valuable it's the best your story. team. It's, it's the best storyline, and it's how you are in like the media, and like you know, like how you are like affecting you know everything else. Like if it's a good storyline, and you know, like that type of stuff, don't get wrong with it. Simple as that. Yeah, and you know, he was the youngest Heisman. I, they're gonna and like they already put that stat out there. He could be the youngest MVP, and I, I think mm-hmm. you want to know. You are also right know now, something crazy. Just, He's 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 younger than Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's very crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I think Lamar Jackson's pretty much got locked up if he continues his pace. Like yeah. I said, I, I still think Russell Wilson can win it. Deshaun Watson can still win it. But I'm talking Aaron Rodgers, and we're talking Packers. I think the way he's kind of came out in these past two games has pretty much sealed his fate for not winning it. Uh, I won't say sealed his fate. I mean, there is five more games left, so. Yeah, if it's like two more games left, then I can see it. But five, a lot can change. Like, what if Lamar like plays like trash the next two games? Rogers goes off the next two or three games. Then Russ continues to his winning streak, and he goes off like one or two games. And I said, it's, it's, you also got to keep in mind that uh, week seventeen, Russ will be playing San Francisco, and that's basically that might be for that division, might be, might be for, for the number yeah. one seed. So that could also be for the MVP as well, because hey, that'll be the last game that we see on the season that'll be the last thing on their mind as well before they have to cast their votes. Yeah. So I think it's still a – I think it's just, it's more so them two at the top. We can throw other names in the conversation just for, you know, shits and giggles or whatever the expression says or whatever. But I really think that Aaron Rodgers going back to the original topic. Jake, we would have believed you if it wasn't for the fact that you spoke from a disingenuous, biased place. 
you as a bear fan. <laughs> no, 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 we, no, 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 we no, see no. the that's, mo. No, that's that's what people think I speak from. I speak the facts because I've given the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you said it was some hatred, man. Times. Nah, you was going. Several you said times. you, you said hatred. it was some hatred. No, 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 you no, did. No, no, no. no. I, okay, it's no secret. I hate Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but I'm not going to sit here and be like you know biased or blind to what's going on because you know there's been multiple times on the record where I've said the Packers defense has been better. Aaron Rodgers has played good. Like I give the Packers credit if it's due. But I also point out the truth. And the truth is, I haven't really been wrong about the Packers this year. I said they haven't really faced anyone. And when they would, they're going to start losing. Aaron Rodgers is not going to continue the pace he was on. Everyone started to buy in and drink the Kool-Aid when he threw six touchdowns against the Oakland Raiders, who were clearly banged up at the secondary position. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, they're not as good yeah, as so and, and let's, so let's the also Packers say, at that point. Let's, let's also say, Ever since Aaron Rodgers was saying, like, oh, like, we've got a defense now. His defense has not been very good. You're enjoying this. Basically, that's I'm what I'm enjoying saying. it. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm enjoying it, but at the same time, like, it's the truth, correct? Their Packers run defense has not been good. Their pass defense has not been very good lately in the past four to five weeks. Like, that's the truth. I know you want to, I know you want to, you know, twist it and, you know, manipulate it all. Like, oh, it's Jake hating the Packers. The, Listen, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I hate the Packers with every fiber of my being. But the truth is, they've sucked. They fell off. <laughs> and there, there's really no denying that. They, they got dominated against the Chargers. They got dominated against the 49ers. You know, like they're not the same team they were in the beginning or the early to mid point of the season. Is that really up for debate? I mean, what are they like eight and three season. though? Yeah, I mean, it's no, I'm not saying the record's yet. bad. I'm not saying the record's bad. They're still probably going to win the division. But they does, go that, does that three, mean nobody even talked about this last two games? Well, that's a completely hypothetical. That means they have to win out. So, I mean, that's they could, but thing, that's that's not that's very hypothetical. Hold on, let me look at their record. Because if the Bears went out, then you're saying, oh, well, we don't even care about their struggles against blah blah blah. Because guess what? Or playoff team. We can say that about anyone. That doesn't just go, that's not exclusive for just Green Bay. That they can literally to, be for any team. They have the Giants, Redskins, Bears, Vikings, Lions. They could very much go 12 <laughs> and 4 or 13 and 3. And nobody's I mean, talking yeah, about yeah, the last yeah. two games. I mean, I'm not I'm not disagreeing there, but I'm, I'm but that's the point. We're not we're not to week 17 yet. Right yeah, now we're in week 12. I'm, I'm not 13. I'm not and writing them right off now, and saying like, oh. I, I didn't bad, write him off. I just wrote Aaron Rodgers off. I didn't say I'm not. I, when did I say the Packers? Well, you like, said I, have, I didn't say no, 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 no. I never, I like never that. said the Packers are out. I still said they're going to win the division. I still think they're a good team, but they fell off. And Aaron Rodgers is not as good as he was, or it's not as good as everyone predicted he would be, or projected he was after he threw six touchdowns against Oakland. They said, "Oh, he's got the MVPs." Blah 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 blah. Don't care. Don't care. They're good but they're not as good. And I think they can be beaten. And it's been proven. That's my point. I think Don't every think team in the league is beatable right now. Ravens? They're beatable. I don't care. They've been How do you how do the you Browns realistically game plan for Lamar Jackson though? The same way the Browns do. It, it is what he, it is. Any given Sunday. I don't care. He played pretty now, I, none of these teams I will give you that. Like I will give you any given Sunday, but at the same time, that's not the point. The point was the Packers have fell off. And and I've been right about the Packers all year long. You can't, they fell off. They're two and two the last four games, and they were seven and one the first eight. <laughs> Who cares? That's fall. That's falling off. Teams aren't going out. Their there statistics and are falling all off. Sixteen games. Aaron Rodgers had seventy yards against the Chargers' pass defense. 
in the first three quarters. 70. Oh, like, that's, 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 that's just one of the games in which they came together. Oh, wow. That's a talented defense. No, it's not. That's <laughs> no, it's not. Mitch it Trubisky is. put up more points against the Chargers than Aaron Rodgers did. Well, both of you guys have the same outcome, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Well, points don't matter in the I'm talking. You're talking about the Chargers defense. That's, that's like me saying, it, with, "Oh man, the Eagles scored ten points and the Cowboys scored nine against the Patriots." <laughs> Eagles. Oh yeah. Wentz has a better offense, or the Eagles are a better offense than the Cowboys. Like, oh, I'm not no. saying that. I'm saying the, the debate was that the Chargers' defense is good, which it's not. It's a solid defense. It is what it is. They hung mm-hmm. tough with. They hung tough with the Solid is pretty week. generous. It's solid, solid is generous. It's all right. It's it's all right. It's all right. Let, let me They're, look at what they've done. Yeah. Let me look Go at ahead. what the Chargers have done. Hold on. Go, Go ahead. It's it's they're not that good. I, mean, I, I don't know what they I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. Okay. But Derwin just coming back, though. Yep. Yeah, he's shortly missed. Badly. Yeah, they lost to the Chiefs 24-17. They lost to the Raiders 26-24. They, they beat the Packers 26-11. They beat the Bears 17-16. They lost to the Titans 23-20. Um... They lost to the Steelers 24-17. They lost to the Broncos 20-13. They beat the Dolphins 30-10. They lost to the Texans 27-20. They lost to the Lions 13-10. And they beat the the Colts uh, 30-24. So, like, no team has, like, like went in there and, like, put up some crazy amount of points. Like, that team, it's it's a solid defense. It is what it is. Mm. Phil Rivers just really sucks, so that's why I don't know. I think he's really the reason why they lose so many games. They do. He does suck. He has like he, a lot of interceptions this year. Man, it's bad. Yo, you guys it talk is. real quick because I, I have to get my charger really quick. Hold on. Hello. You know what? I, I, you, you know, I mean, hey. But anyway, look. I don't know. I, I tell you this though. This much about the Packers. The Packers are probably a tier above the Cowboys in the sense that, okay, we might not be able to hang with the big boys, but we're not the Cowboys. They beat the crap out of the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys, they probably did come back and they had their chances, though. But I feel like the Packers, they'll probably get knocked into the wild card round, win a wild card game, and then lose in uh, divisional or something. This doesn't feel like the 2016 type of year where Aaron Rodgers will carry them. Not getting that type of vibe from anything, but the Packers, yeah, I'll give you your props, Jake. It is what it is. I say, it with, I say that with disgust. I say that. With disgust. Just say it with disgust, but say it because it is the truth, my friend. It is the truth. <laughs> but let's move on because I think we all have the Packers, this week, correct? Yeah, that's cool. Look, I, I'll go ahead and jump to the next game. Okay, yeah, go for it. One. <clears throat> My boys are playing the Browns on Sunday, and it got flexed from a 425 game back into the 1 p.m. spot. So the NFL didn't really want all that many eyes on this. You know, we already said that uh, Maga Mason got benched for Maga Duck, if you want to call him that, but just calling the man Duck I just says enough right there. You lost your job to a duck caller. That's just really how I'm laughing about it. But um, look. The, the Steelers' defense kind of settled into what Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland offense was doing uh, after a rough start. Probably about the second half, they kept him in check. 
And I would look for them as long as Hodges doesn't turn the ball over again. This, you know, not again, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, especially like Mason was. I don't know if you saw part of Tomlin's press conference earlier. They asked him what made him comfortable moving on from Mason to Duck. And he was just like, he hasn't killed us yet. And, you know, everybody laughed and he had a smile on his face, but he was dead serious. You know, Mason, you can't turn the ball over five times in what, uh, five quarters? and think that you deserve to keep your job. You're not Jameis Winston, sir. Hell, at least Jameis is throwing the ball down the field when he turns the ball over. Yeah. Mason throws interceptions when he throws the ball down the field. But other than that, he's throwing line of scrimmage balls and screens. So, like, we, we, we get it. We're moving on from him. I don't have high expectations for Duck. But if everything else can go right, and, you know, I think we're getting uh, Mr. Glass back this week, James Conner. So hopefully if he can come back, we can get – a couple good runs out of him before he gets hurt again. That's really all that matters. But I think this is a winnable game. I think it'll be amped up. I think it'll be, a, you know, Hinesfield, I've been there before. It's a terrific environment. So I'm going to take, you know, the Steelers in this one. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking probably about 24 to 18. I know the Browns are 1.5, which is expected. But I'm not rolling with Vegas this time. I'm, I'm, I'm not. If it was maybe like three and a half or something, I would understand. I'd probably take the Browns in that case again. I learned my lesson the last time. But nah, I'm taking Steelers in this one. I think it, the defense will be ready to ball out this time. I'm positive. Hmm. I'm picking the Browns. The I, I, no, 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 no. I picked the Steelers a couple of times. Don't, don't, don't think I hate the Steelers. Um, I just picked the Browns because I think what happened against you know the Steelers a couple weeks ago, I think, I think that whole situation just pretty much changed the team. Like, obviously, that's not an expiring thing to do, like go hit another player with their helmet. But like, I think they're determined to like change the identity of this team because that's just a joke. You know what I mean? Like, you go out there and you have one of your, you know, your superstar franchise players do that. You're just kind of like, okay, that's not who we are. That's not the identity of this team. Let's go out there and change it and win football games and let's, you know, make our own identity. So, I think, you know, with what happened, I think that was kind of good in a way because, I mean, they've they won three in a row now. And uh, I think I think they're going to go out and win again. I think they're going to win four in a row. Hmm. Uh, Steelers haven't veered me wrong yet. I'm not going to stop picking them. I don't have a reason necessarily, but I'm picking the Steelers in this one. And they'll be 7 and 5, and they'll be the sixth seed in the AFC. Simple as that. I don't have much else to add on that game, but <laughs> the Steelers. Uh, our next game, we have Panthers and Redskins. I'm taking the Panthers. And love seeing, Panthers. love seeing Haskins get his first win. That was that. really nice, man. That was really nice. That guy cares about football more than anyone in that organization, and you can tell. Because yeah. he's a rookie. Oh, it's, so, it's, it's kind yeah. of crazy how the rookie is leading. That rookie is leading their team. Like, you saw that huddle. You saw that interaction on the sideline. He's asking, what can I do better? Like, that's the sign of a leader. That's a 22, 23-year-old guy, and he's over there trying to rally his guys. You know, there's veterans on that offensive line. And they don't, like, they don't even care. Donald like, Penn, and they don't even care. Exactly. Hey, they don't even care. But you know and, what? And he goes out and wins the football game. Good for him. I, 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 would, I would be doing a disservice to most people if I did not acknowledge the fact that Dwayne Haskins missed the victory snap because he was taking pictures with fans uh, out in the crowd. Uh, 
he he missed the last snap in case Keenum had to come in, that, you know, take the nail down and get through from. It's not a big deal, but it's not a good look. Look, I'm not going to point at you for saying, "Oh, shame on him! It's going to stick with him." Yeah, blah 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 blah. Yeah. No, nah, it, it was dumb, but he was happy they won. But you know, he does need to step in. Like, look, Terry McLaurin a month and a half ago was an offensive rookie of the year candidate. And now when I look at Terry McLaurin highlights, I'm just watching him break people off on routes and get the ball thrown 10 feet over his head. You know, and I'm glad he got the win. I'm glad Dwayne Haskins got the win, but it's just crazy how him and Terry McLaurin, they didn't have the best connection in college. Then he get drafted to the same team in the NFL and they still don't have the same connection, you know, but I, I hope the young man keeps getting better every week. That's all you really want to see. Win some more games, you know, Save Chase Young from possibly having to go into Washington. So, yeah, you know, take that. Please, please, please do please, not, do not let, let Chase Young go, go to Washington. Washington. Oh my God, God please, I would please, for love of God, to see Chase Young twice a week, twice a year. No, well, not even I'm that. Good. I just don't. He does. He deserves better. Are you oh, kidding he me? Rise. He would rot. He would he rot. Have, he would he have would to rot. pull a, a Eli Manning and act like he doesn't want to be there at all. I would he doesn't have to act. He doesn't want to be there. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. I don't care if he's a teammates with, you know, whatever, Dwayne Haskins. I, he, no, no, no. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> but um, next matchup, we have the Buccaneers at the Jaguars. Please give the job back to Minshew right now. Um, Please send I, Minshew to the Bears for a fifth-round pick. <laughs> no, you guys might get folds or something. But anyways, um, – you know what? Okay. You know what? I'll, I'll take that over Mitch. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yes, got, I would. People are so caught up into the fact that he won that Super Bowl, which is great. As an Eagles fan, it's great. I love it. But would you rather have Mitch Trubisky as your backup or Nick Foles? If, 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 tell me that right now. Who'd you rather have backing up wins? No, oh, you don't know. Oh. Oh, well, of course. Oh, as a backup? Yeah. Give me Foles, yeah. Okay, as a starter, then. And, Who would you rather have? With, as, for, for, listen, no, no, Carson no, Wentz dies. Listen, Carson Wentz listen, dies. Listen, I, I would rather have Foles. <laughs> but listen, it's okay. because of the system. Because of the system. Okay, so you're Foles, just, let's say you're just a, a basic NFL team. A basic NFL team with no necessarily like Philadelphia system. Just an NFL team. Standard NFL team. You're building from scratch. You got Foles. You got Trubisky. You can sign them both. Who do you want? Neither. I would rather go. Well, no, 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 no. That's not the question. That's not the question. Foles or Mitch? Uh, I, I guess I'd say Foles. Okay, thank you. That's that. Thank you. That I'm just making sure your head's in the right place. Yeah, but look at the situation, though. I mean, I, I get what you're saying with that, but if you go get Foles, that means that's 33 it, million for a very, well, I'm not, very, I'm very, not, I'm not very saying money. I'm not saying money's in the equation. I'm saying. Would you? Who would you rather have? No, no, no. I get that part, but you said that you you would want Foles on your team. You said, oh, I, I wouldn't be mad at that. So over I'm Mitch, just saying over Mitch. Yes, but you also have to take that thirty-three million. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess if we're looking at it from like that standpoint, I'm just saying who would you rather have? Yeah, I would, I would, I would rather have Foles, but okay, um, just making sure. <laughs> anyway, anyways, that, that's, not, that's not the conversation. The it's conversation not the conversation. Is, I, 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 I'm taking, I'm taking the bucks in this game. God, that, that sounds like a nightmare, you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to take like either, but I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the bucks because I think Jameis is, he's still 
throws touchdowns. He throws a lot of picks, but he still throws touchdowns. Nick Foles doesn't even throw touchdowns. So, well, Jameis is on pace with 32 touchdowns and 29 picks. Look, you know I know what? I posted that. That's I posted the out of context stat. And look, I'll admit that. I posted the out of context stat just comparing general stats. And look, I understand because I was watching him talk about this on high noon earlier. Look, I understand Jameis throwing 20 plus interceptions. In this era, of the NFL is crazy. But if you watch these games, he doesn't take layups. That's it. He, there are no layups. There's nothing but full court shots, half court heaves, all that stuff from Jameis. Like that is a deep offense. They throw the ball down the field. Maybe that's why he's completing sixty percent of his passes. It's not like he's just missing guys in the flats and stuff. And if you ever watched him, and look, I'm a Jameis apologist. I get it. I'll, I'll admit when his stuff is a problem for real, and it is a problem. It's hard to win that way, uh, but. They got some of the weirdest interceptions, man. Do you guys remember the uh, O.J. Howard play against the Cardinals? Yeah. Where man, behind his back. And, uh, yeah. That like, was just you see plays where Mike Evans will stop running routes halfway and then James just overthrows somebody right into an open safety's hands. It's just, it's just weird stuff that happens all the time. But, you know – Hey, I don't I don't know what the Bucks will do. You know, I don't I don't think they move on from the guy. I really don't. I think they give him one more year. You know, I just either and even if he leaves, he's gonna end up as a high end backup somewhere in a place where he's probably gonna be able to play Chicago. <laughs> Actually, Chicago would be a good fit for him. Chicago would actually be a good fit for him. They would kill him, but I mean that, the he would get crucified in Chicago, have, but so is Mitch. So with, with the weapons the Bears have, you would think that they would be able to move the ball all the time. Like, they yeah. might turn them all over a lot, but... They I still want to see, know. as a Bears fan, though, I don't Jake. think I could sit through that. Because Jay Cutler threw so many interceptions. And, like, I thought I... I mean, Mitch doesn't throw many picks. So that's another thing that I'm, like, okay with. Because he doesn't really turn the ball over much. But Jameis would just... He would give me brain brain issue or heart oh, issue or because he, he would just turn the ball over so much and that would just I would lose it I would lose my mind if Jameis Winston was my quarterback I agree I agree we're, well, so we're all taking the Bucks. yes we all, all slandered right. the Bucks, but we're still going with the Bucks. so fun okay um our next game we have the 49ers at the Ravens Oof. game of the week Game of the week. Game you of know, the week. Def- it needs to be you fun. know Fox wasn't letting that go, man. Fox was not letting that one go. Yeah, I, I know that much. They had to give up the 49ers and the Packers. They weren't letting that one go, man. No. It's going to be a 1 o'clock game. We're stuck with it, unfortunately. But I, I'm, I'm excited because both teams – Both teams I'm have – the Ravens. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens now. Well, I mean, I'm taking the 49ers, but I tell you this, the one thing I'm really looking forward to in this game is, to me, I understand, I think I think the 49ers running game is harder to defend from, like, a, a scheme standpoint because so many different people can do it. And it's not gimmicky at all. It's just different formations, and you never know who's going to run the ball. But I think just Lamar Jackson, when he gets on the field, and I, watching the Monday night game, they play so fast, man. Like, even Eric Weddle was like, he didn't know who had the ball half the time. Like, he was having to guess. And that's what you're going to have to do playing these guys. But I think 49ers have the athletes. 
that can play. And I'm telling you, a name that you need to be looking out for is Fred Warner. That man yep. is all over the field. He's nasty. Like, they, they got so much talent on their defense, man. It's ridiculous. And I got to take the 49ers. And I think it'll be, like, that's not even a knock on the Ravens. That's, that's not the Steelers fan of me picking it. I just think the 49ers have the – I think it's a matchup that they can win. Unless Lamar just goes God mode, which, hey, that's what MVP candidates can do. You know, apparently the 49ers might have a problem with mobile quarterbacks. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm going to take the 49ers in this one. Mm. Man, this is a toss-up game. I wouldn't even touch the spread. What is the spread? You know Baltimore are six-point favorites. I would take the over. That's a fact. Wait a minute. Is is it in Baltimore? It's in Baltimore. Six points, though? Ooh. Fair enough. They've beaten everybody by like 30 something points the last three or four games. So yeah. I get it. I get it. But damn. Ooh. Man, I'm really a believer of both teams. So this is hard for me. Because I always joke on Twitter like the 49ers are my second team and the Ravens are my third team. The so, Ravens are my second team. The Ravens are my first team, actually. Ravens lock, baby. I feel it. I, 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 I totally understand. I get it. <laughs> I've actually uh, always liked the Ravens, believe it or not. I yeah, was, Ed was always one of my favorite players, and Ray Lewis one of my favorite players. I've always liked the Ravens, just like not like rooted for them, but like anytime they were on, I'm like, yeah, I want them to win. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm on the same page. Um, man, I, I, I think I'm gonna go 49ers in this game. I, I do. Um, I love what Lamar's doing and everything. That's all great. Um, but what the 49ers are doing, I, I mean. It's so impressive. Like, I, you, we can have our, our thoughts about the Packers, but to completely shut them down the way the 49ers did and put up as many points as they did, I mean, that's really impressive. Um, you look at their only loss, and that was against Seattle, but, I mean, that game, it came down to the very end of overtime. Like, that's how you know that this team is actually legit. It's, it's nowhere near a fluke by any means. Um and despite the fact that they have injuries or what's and, and whatnot, it, it doesn't matter. That's the engine that just keeps going. Kyle Shanahan is good at scheming players open. Um, he's good at you know at, at you know getting the running game going, things of that nature. And I mean, imagine if Jimmy if they had a better quarterback than Jim Garoppolo, how unstoppable that offense would be. Like, <laughs> and it's it's crazy because Jimmy. He's not an awful quarterback by any means, but he is their weak spot. I mean, it is what it is. But um, I feel like this defense is talented enough to keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket. He's gonna, they're gonna make Lamar Jackson win the win the game in the pocket. Um, I don't know, man. Like this is this this San Fran team is like I, I really believe in them. I really really believe in them, um, and. I'm gonna pick them. I, I I would take this game. Actually, no, I wouldn't take. I wouldn't say money line, but I would say plus six is actually a safe pick. I I, I don't think this is a team that the Ravens just blow out like they did the Rams or the Bengals or I don't know who who they blew out before that. I don't even remember, but yeah, I I think I, I would I would take San Fran in this game. It's gonna be exciting though. I, I will say that I think it's gonna be high scoring too. Um, Dane, I know he had to go. I'm not sure he's here. Okay, he left. Dane had to go. So we're moving on here. Um, the Rams at the Cardinals. 
ew. Yeah. <laughs> man, ew. dude, the Rams suck now. And I mean, I've, hey, I've always said the Rams are not as good as we think. Yep. We do we see this now? Do I? We, oh, yeah. We, we both said this. We, yeah, we see? That's what, I don't understand this. People would always be my mentions. Dude, the and Rams you know, are good. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna win the NFC West again. They're going to, you know, the NFC is going to go to LA again. Jared Goff's going to get better. Like, where? Where when, am I? When? when what's going to happen? <laughs> look, Wentz and Dak have had their issues this season. More so Wentz than Dak. But they have not but been no, this bad. Nobody is talking about how awful golf has been playing. And like I said, I will. He's I will. Like the, I have no problem saying it. I feel so bad in a way for Rams. Like I get he's in L.A., so it's like he probably doesn't care as far as like off the field um, activities. But like he went from like Blake Bortles to Jared Goff, and then you have Blake Bortles on the bench. So it's not like he has like an escape route. From like Jared Goff, say he gets hurt or something like that. Like, man, it, it, it's like they are the Jaguars of the West. Like, it's so crazy the similarities that these teams have. Like, uh, uh, man, it's it, it's 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 really messed up, man. But um, actually, I want to take the Cardinals in this game. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals too. I, I really don't have anything to believe in the Rams, and I just I mean, yeah. after what they did last night, are you kidding me? Like, I. That's no. embarrassing. It's, no. It was in L.A. too? Like, yes. Like, come on. You don't go out on Monday night football and get beat up the Six. way you do. Six points. Like, I don't care about getting 45 score on you. I mean, I do. But, like, we're talking about your offense. You put up six points. $118 million guaranteed. Put up six points. Really? He has 11 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. That Mitch, is, Mitch has a better year than that. Mitch has – Kyler's had a better year. He has – Mitch has like 12 yards, touchdowns and touchdowns, seven picks. five interceptions. Like, yeah, like Mitch has a better. Well, I would say yards wise, obviously, but like interception to ratio, intercepting touchdown ratio. <laughs> pretty sure Mitch has a better ratio than that. <laughs> Todd Todd Gurley only man, there. I don't know if he's still hurt or what, but I mean, he only yeah, has sure. hundred. He only has hundred thirty more yards than Kyler Murray does. Like, and is rushing the ball. Like, that's that, scary. That's 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 not good. No, that's not, that's good. not good. Not to yeah. mention, Kyler only has sixty-seven carries, and Todd Gurley has one hundred thirty-five. Like that, Dude, man. Yikes! Yeah, I'm man. going with the. I'm going with the Cardinals. I'm, I'm no, going with the Cardinals. Not, as well. not a debate either. Too much speed. Ramsey hasn't been playing as well this season. I don't think he's regressed by any means, but every corner has. He's certainly not been great. down here. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard. I mean, let, let's cut him some slack. It's hard to get into the system. And go yeah. into a new team and, you know, still be productive, you know, because you're well, I will say, though, guys, be, I mean, before he got traded, I mean, he wasn't, I mean, he, I mean, of course he's an all-pro, but he wasn't playing on the level that he was oh, previous no. years. Yeah, he's had a bad before year he got in Jacksonville, but I think a lot of the reason he had a bad year in Jacksonville is he didn't give a fuck. He's like, all right. Yeah, yeah, he like, wanted to because he, 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 yeah. he wasn't going to, like, play amazing because then they wouldn't trade him, so. Yeah, I get it. I 100% get it. But uh, yeah, we both have the Cardinals in this one. Um, our next matchup, we have the Chargers at the Broncos. Another disgusting matchup. Um, you know the lines even on that game. I'm pretty sure. Or is it up? minus three? I, is the, is the line even in that game, or is it minus three? Because it was uh, it was even earlier. Chargers are two and a half point favorites. Okay, it was Pickham earlier, I believe. Uh, like I think it was like Sunday night. I believe they were like predicting that stuff already. It was Pickham. Um, what the hell. Yeah, I know. Huh. I do. Do I want to pick this game? Like, really? Do I? Like, 
Can I, I pick don't the Chargers to be done with it? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know. I, I actually think I'm going to pick the Broncos. I, I, really? I don't. Yeah, like I said, Philip Rivers sucks. He's that's so what I think bad. too. But I think he's not going to continue being that bad. He's got he's too good to just do that. And I think I if he's going to get off the schneid, he turns against this team. defense though. Like yeah, but like he knows. I mean, he's he's played pretty well against Denver in his career. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll that's see. A gross man. Game. That's it's going to really be a low scoring. Game. It's going to be a low scoring fourteen to ten type game. It's going to be disgusting to watch. I, I would yeah. never. I'm not watching it. I promise. I'm not watching it. I hate oh. watching I, AFC West teams, and I, yeah. I don't besides know why. The, besides the Chiefs. Besides I still don't even like watching the Chiefs that much unless they're on really? prime time. I just don't know. But AFC, I don't know. AFC West teams just piss me off. <laughs> I you don't know, know why. I just can't stand watching them. Same with well, AFC hope, South. I hope you want to talk about them for an extra game because, ironically enough, the next matchup is the Raiders at the Chiefs. Well, that's so. unfortunately, I don't. I mean, but that's um, a better. That's but a that is a better, better matchup than yeah. And, that's a hundred percent better matchup. Implications in this game. It does because well the Raiders because, actually turned their season around because the Chiefs fell off and yeah, lost, the Raiders can know, like the Raiders could take first place in the AFC West if they win this game. That is but so after weird a performance say. like that against the Jets, like man. Yeah, I'm being advised, but the Chiefs defense. Oh, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs defense is is nothing. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's nothing to be afraid of, but Patrick Mahomes is. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. This seems like like the type of game Mahomes is going to have, like, a Mahomes-like game. Because, you know, ever since he's been on the injury. Exactly. He had 279 yards through uh, three quarters or two quarters, I believe it was. I know that in the, the second quarter, he threw for like four touchdowns yeah. in, in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He threw, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was the game uh, Demetrius, what's his face? Demarcus Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, Demarcus, Demarcus Robinson, Robinson had like 180 yards receiving and two touchdowns or something. Yeah. Like that, that was insane. Yeah, I remember that last game. Um, Man, I, I want to pick the Raiders just because I think they're on like the right track, but I also think Mahomes hasn't had a Mahomes-like game, you know, that has got a lot of media coverage, you know, national, you know, like, publicity. Like, you know what I mean? Like, every yeah. single week it used to seem like Mahomes, 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 you know, making a throw, making the game, like, making this, you know, this crazy stat column. But, like, we haven't really seen that. I know he had 444 yards and three touchdowns against Tennessee, but they lost. So that was that really wasn't covered very much. Um, I think he's going to have a really good game on Sunday. I think Mahomes – I think Mahomes is going to show out, and I think the Chiefs – I think Chiefs win. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick the Chiefs as well. I don't know if they win by 10 points because that's the spread, but um, actually, I, I can see it. I mean, you looked at the Jets just did. I'm, yeah. I'm not really a prisoner of the moment. or like, It's in Kansas City, right? Because I yeah, believe the first it's, it's, game it's was in Kansas Oakland. City. Yeah, it's yeah, in Kansas City. So. Nah, I don't see Oakland getting that win. Nope. Yeah, give, give me the Chiefs. I'll, although, I mean, I, I love what the Raiders are doing. They turn the season around. It's impressive, but I don't think they're, like, going to take control of the AFC West. I'd love to be wrong, though. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Our Sunday night matchup, we have the Patriots at the Texans. That, that's the Sunday night matchup? Yeah. Wow. Huh. I'm <laughs> Just because the Patriots haven't really – like I'm saying the Texans. Know, I'll say it right now. I, I got I, the Texans. I, I, I'm saying the Texans as well. I got the Texans um, in Houston, I believe. Yeah. 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 Uh, give Houston. me the Texans. Deshaun Watson hasn't really had like you know one of those type games in a while, but he plays really well on prime time, and 
this is the type of game that Houston really needs, um, obviously, to stay, you know, in first because the Colts yeah. and Texans just matched up Thursday, and that was for first place. Obviously, he did fumble on that play, so that was definitely questionable. Yeah. I think the Colts definitely kind of got screwed over there, but at the end of the day, a win's a win. Um, I think the Texans really need this game to distance their lead, and I think I think they're going to get it. I think the Patriots have a chink in their armor now. And uh, they I look think, beatable, man. Yeah, they really they're, don't they're look beatable. that deadly and not really that, you know, dominant. And their offense is really not that good. To be I, mean, I was with you. I was watching them against the Eagles, and it was just like this team is really not impressive. Like the only touchdown, the Eagles, only touchdown they scored against us was the was the uh, Edelman pass. Like that's it. That is literally it. And like. That I mean, I mean, if you let the Eagles defense shut you down, I mean, I like I don't really have very much hope for you. But then again, I mean, I have very much hope for Seattle. So maybe this Eagles defense is actually better than I thought with everyone healthy. But um, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like the Patriots are beatable. They've been squeaking by these last couple of weeks. I don't think that happens on the road against against the Texans and Deshaun Watson and an offense that's actually capable of, like, scoring a lot of points. I know Dallas is capable, but I, I didn't have very much faith in the weather against, I, I mean, at New England. I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. But give me give me the Texans. I don't have a reason to – well, I do have reasons to pick the Patriots, but I, I'm not picking them. I'm not. I can't. Yeah, no. And this is basically a pick them game, too, because uh, – New England's only three point favorites, so mm, I mean, weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Texas. I would take, yeah, I would take Texas money like all day. That, that's probably going to be a good little bet. But our last game of the week, we Monday the night. Yep, we got the Vikings at the Seahawks. That's a beautiful game. That's a really good game. Eight three versus nine and two. That's going to be a really good game. Well, you know who I want to win is Seattle. Because then that gives the Bears a chance because that's their one loss that the Vikings need um, in order to, you know, for the Bears to make the playoffs, essentially. Um, because then that would be two losses if the Bears went out because they played Minnesota in Week 17. Meaning they'd have the tiebreaker over them because they have the better division record and the better personal record to know over Minnesota. So, I really want Minnesota to lose. Um, and I think they will. I think going into Seattle is not really Kirk Cousins' forte. He's not going to go on the road and win a primetime game. I know he did it against Dallas, but, you know, I mean, like, first off, barely. And secondly, I mean... He didn't do it the running game. Exactly, exactly. Dalvin Cook was uh, just another world that night, Um, like he has been all year. He's been dominant. Uh, Cowboys defense really is not that good, to be honest with you. Um, I just... If the Seahawks can contain Dalvin Cook and they can kind of control the tempo and, you know, not let the Vikings get down the field, you know, because they're going to try it with Thielen. I mean, I'm not sure if he's going to be healthy enough to play, but they're going to try with Diggs and they're going to try to get the ball down the field and get those quick 15, 20 yarders, um, you know, so then they can just run the ball and only need five yards, you know, per, per carry, whatever the case may be. If you get that first, you know, gain of like 20, 25, it opens up the playbook so much more. So, if they can contain that and stop the big plays, 
that's really going to play into their favor. But at the end of the day, I think Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson, and he's at home, and this is going to distance their lead in the wild card and pretty much seal their playoffs uh, fate. But yeah, they can still they can still get the division. Now, don't don't count them out of the division too. So this is a really big game. So yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at it. I mean, if Seattle wins and the Rangers beat the Niners, I mean, yeah, it, and it comes down the Seahawks to the Yeah, exactly. It comes down to the tiebreaker right now, and Seattle has it over that Monday night game a couple weeks ago. So yeah, I mean, the, the, the Seahawks still have a lot to play for. I mean, not yeah. like. I was saying they don't, but like they really have a lot to play for, especially with division. Yeah. Cause like they're, they could be a 10 and two team after this week and still be a five seed. That's not what they want. Yeah. They want to be, they want that number one spot. Simple right. as that, that number one buy that's really important. So I think Seattle comes out and uh, I think they come out motivated and get the win on Monday night. I'm, I'm taking Seattle as well. well. How crazy would it be if the Vikings just came out and just like, just choked the rest of the season? That, like Kirk Cousins is the type of quarterback that would do so. I mean, I pointed out the the, the Vikings schedule a couple of weeks ago. And I mean, I know they squeaked by the Cowboys. Um, they lost to the Chiefs. Um, they squeaked by the Broncos. Like, I mean, they, they have Seattle. They'll beat the Lions. Uh, they play the Chargers. Chargers are just some weird team. They play good some weeks. They play trash the, the other. So, I don't know what Chargers team comes out in that game. And then you have the Packers, and then you have the Bears. So, like, I mean, everybody's really high on them, but this team could very well go, like, 9-7. and seven. <laughs> Like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, we'll see, man. We'll see. But it's, it's interesting to watch. If they do come out and win this game, though, I have a lot of confidence in them moving forward. Going into Seattle is not an easy task. And if they no. do that, I just See, no Minnesota, Minnesota doesn't really stuff. have, like, a, an easy schedule going forward. They don't really have a hard schedule, but they've got an interesting schedule. Yeah. Because they've got the Packers, which I think they'll lose. They've got the Chargers, which is pretty much a gimme at that point because I think it's in L.A., right? Yeah, Maybe? in L.A. It's, it's in L.A. You saw what Green Bay did. That's no easy win. And On then you Sunday have, night. Yeah, and then you have Seattle this week, and then you have the Bears, who are obviously going to be motivated if they continue to win. I mean, yeah. they're, they're not they're – no, they're, you know, they're, they're not they're – not yeah. no sure they're, they're no lock for sure. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, no lock. They're no lock. They're no lock, no doubt. So, I hope they lose. I really do. Oh, but, me too. Me too. I, I think they will. I think they will. I think Seattle wins and gets that uh gets that big win. <laughs> but um yeah, that'll do it for episode nineteen. Yes, I, don't know, I was thinking this was episode twenty, but it's because we missed the week and yeah. work scheduling and I was out of town and you were out of town and there's a bunch of shit happened, so Yeah. We think a lot of episodes have passed, but we really haven't. We only missed yeah. two, so yeah, but we got back on track today, so all good, all good. Yep, back on track. Be with you guys on well Monday, technically we're recording on Sunday. Yes, and yeah, that's it. So that's, see you that's guys. Pretty in. much it. Yes, sir.